0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Shanghai Disneyland opening day tickets sell out in a matter of hours. Dates and details have been released for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for 2016. And a very sad story about a suicide at Disney's Contemporary Resort. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. <laughs> This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 879, for the week of March 29th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi.
1: Hi,
2: everybody.
0: Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Kathy Whirling.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Julie Martin. Hello. And back in the production nook, our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Along with the lovely and talented junior Steve Porter. Hello. Steve Junior Porter. So welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, A couple things in housekeeping that I want to make sure we talk about. First of all, there is not going to be a show uh, next week nor is there going to be uh, a daily fix going up next week. Uh, That is because the vast majority of the team is going to be out in California uh, working on our next event. Uh, Those of you that enjoyed the Disneyland 7 and 7 that we did last year, we've got something even bigger planned for this year, and we're going to be out there uh, next week working on that, and that event will go up in June. We'll have more details a little later on. But uh, we are going to be covering the uh, California, uh, California Food and Wine Festival at Disney California Adventure uh, this coming weekend, so stay tuned for that. But uh, So no show next week for either uh, the Disney World edition or the Universal edition, and The Daily Fix will, uh, will not be up next week either. So there's that. Now, speaking of shows... Every Monday on disunplug.com and youtube.com slash dreams unlimited travel, the dreams unlimited travel show.
2: Yeah, that will be up next Monday.
0: That will be up next Monday. And uh, what was this week's show?
2: This past week, we had special guest Kathleen Bobbitt, uh, our executive assistant, talking to us about traveling solo as a grandparent with the two grandkids. We got really great feedback from that show.
0: Already. Always do with her. Um, People
2: love Kathleen. She's great. Yeah. Mm, She's, She's great. very authentic. Things like what kind of paperwork she needed and also just you know carving out time for herself and still making sure the kids are having fun. So people really responded well to that show.
0: And what about next week? What do we have what coming up? Coming
2: next week, uh, Tracy Heinrichs is going to talk about booking a Disney Cruise Line vacation. And we discuss the ins and outs of that and the ships and picking a stateroom and all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Try to demystify that.
0: That's every Monday. You can go to disunplugged.com and check out those shows. You can also head over to youtube.com slash travel. As well. Uh, and returning this Friday, right? This Friday?
3: Yes, this Friday.
0: Connecting with Walt, with Michael Bowling and Craig Williams. Craig, what's coming up this week?
3: I.
2: Okay. No, here's the thing.
4: Walt takes the girls to Girl Scouts.
3: Michael was nice enough to prepare the synopsis that I was not ready with. Uh, Connecting with Walt returns for its spring run on Friday, April 1st. On this Friday show, Michael and Craig trick you with an April Fool fact or fiction. I was just
5: about to say, is this a joke?
3: (laughs) The Frozen Ever After Epcot attraction was Walt Disney's idea, or was it? Uh, And then... We introduce a new series titled Disney Neverland. So that will be going up on Friday afternoon.
0: Awesome. And, of course, um, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged live every Sunday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. uh, Or I have that backwards. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 7 p.m. Pacific. Sounds right. Uh, And uh, this past week. So, Tom, I know you're watching. From now on, it's either next week's or this week's. I'm not doing both. Okay. Um, team, this week, the show that went up yesterday, the team reviewed lunch at the Riverbell Terrace. Coming up next week, the team has their thoughts on this year's California Food and Wine Festival. And, of course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live at disunplugged.com, the Universal Edition. Of the Dis Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Jenny Lindnap, and what is this week's show all about?
3: I believe this week our show is going to be a like this, try that uh, this time around with restaurants. So we'll talk about some Disney restaurants that are similar to ones at Universal. So you can make that comparison
0: if you want. All right. So that's coming up this Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, disunplugged.com. So with that out of the way. Um, I do need to put out a call for contributors. Uh, for those who've been following the show, you know that we uh, we allow people to sign up as contributors and submit articles to the site. If we publish your article, you make fifty bucks. It's nice and simple. Uh, we need contributors specifically, though, for topics around Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, and Universal Orlando. We've got plenty of people writing for Walt Disney World. We really. Uh, need a Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Universal Orlando, also dining. Dining-related articles are something we're looking for right now. So if you want to write on any of those topics for us and make $50 every time we publish it, uh, we'll have a link to where you can sign up in the show notes page. So there's that. What else do we have in housekeeping?
2: Tis 10th anniversary. Uh, resorts are on sale. If you go to the podcast boards, you'll see a sticky thread at the top that, with links to how to book those and information on those resorts. Selling out pretty quickly, especially the deluxe resorts. And um, something that's actually happened that's very nice is if you call and you want to extend the trip either pre or post, um, the groups department is allowing you to have the group rate as long as rooms are available at that rate. So it could even stay longer at some pretty incredible rates.
0: Yeah, the rates are incredible. Uh, It's July 22nd through the 26th is going to be the big Diz Unplugged 10th anniversary weekend with a live show on uh, the actual date of our 10th anniversary, which is uh, July 25th. So very, very excited about that. We'll have links to that in the show notes page as well, DizUnplugged.com. So what else we
4: have? This is probably the last time I'm going to be able to mention this. We've talked about our October backstage magic in Disneyland, Disneyland at Halloween, and apparently talking about it has done wonders because we had we are down to the last handful of spaces available. I'm a little serious, we're under we're under 6 spaces left available. So if you're interested, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, I have all the details, but act fast because it all of a sudden people have gotten interested.
0: Cool. Anything else? All right, then let's throw it over to Johnny with the news.
2: All right, our first news story. Shanghai Disneyland opening day tickets sold out online in hours. Tickets for the June 16th opening of Shanghai Disneyland sold out in only a few hours after midnight this past Monday. Additionally, the two on-site hotels, the Toy Story Hotel and the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, have been booked for the first two weeks of the resort's opening. While opening day tickets have all been sold, tickets for June 17th through September 30th are still available. The park tickets relative low the park tickets relative low low costs compared to other Disney parks may have been one of the enticing reasons for the tickets selling out so quickly. A one-day ticket costs 370 yuan or 57 dollars for non-peak periods, and the same ticket costs 499 yuan. Or $77 for peak periods. I think there's also a collectability about having an opening day ticket. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. Or saying I was there for opening day. Right. That's huge. And 963 acres, the new park will be three times the size of Hong Kong Disneyland. Bloomberg.com says quote The resort's revenue is likely to range from 24 billion to 40 billion yuan a year, with up to 50 million visitors expected annually.
0: Wow. It's
2: going to be big, 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 big.
0: Can't wait to go out there.
2: I know. So excited.
0: Um, Before you move on to the next story, I'm just taking a look on the Diz, and this must have gone up this morning, that uh, the writer's stop at Hollywood Studios, according to the Disney food blog, is not going to be closing. (laughs)
4: Oh no! Was that your?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
4: you I'm... mentioned one of the news stories was Mickey's very no, 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 Christmas, Christmas party. Covered that in the teaser that you
2: were going to cover that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, so you get a jump on you get a
4: jump on your
0: jump on your, uh, your rapid fire here. Go ahead and uh, talk about it. Well, because I'm very happy to hear this. Yes, they're. That's not, why I jumped in with it.
1: It was supposed to close April 2nd, but now it's it's going to stay open. It's going to be called the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant um, Lounge. <laughs> okay,
4: <laughs> that's op- you know. That's not even a good acronym. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're so
1: they're they're hoping that um, you know, when you're waiting for your uh, meal at Sci-Fi, that uh, you'll stop in here. They're going to have a selection of appetizers, beer, wine, non-alcoholic refreshments. They're going to have warm pretzels served with spicy mustard and cheese sauce, spiced nuts, charcuterie, and a cheese platter. So um, it's going to be like a lounge. They're going to have a new line of kitchen items, and it'll be open from 1130 a.m. to one hour before Sci-Fi closes.
0: Now, at night. Are you, do you have to have a reservation at Sci-Fi to go in there? or
1: it doesn't seem to be. It-
6: it sounds like uh, in front of the Brown Derby, there's that outdoor space that has little appetizers. It sounds like it's a version of that. It's a
0: Great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great. I'm just glad it's not completely. I
4: always yes. like that
2: space. A lot. I love that mm-hmm. space.
4: But this sounds like a mess. You can get charcuterie and kitchen items, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like a pizza cutter, and you can and go some for place.
2: appetizers
4: before you go to eat. I mean, like it's just. I don't know. I like it as the writer's stop. I thought we thought that was kind of cool. It the old the writer's segment. stop. Yeah, not,
1: not the writer's stop. Like.
4: When we were there I was in there one day This was a couple years ago And the guy says to me Oh you should have been here yesterday Julie Andrews and her daughter Were here signing books
1: Oh wow I thought
4: And no one called me (laughs) Really Mm -hmm.
1: They need more tables and stuff They're going to make it like a lounge You need some place to sit down Yeah
4: But I like the idea I miss the idea of they used to have it at Downtown Disney. Now I haven't been there in a while, but they used to have what they call reading and writing, and you could get all of the Disney books and all of the Disney movies and that stuff. And there was a lot of a lot of times I would go there looking for something specific that I had seen heard about but couldn't find anywhere. And that was the same way with the writers thing. Um, <laughs> it was, I don't remember the actual writer stop. stop.
2: We liked it so much, but I used to go in there. We used the to go in there whenever we yeah. were
4: there. I, I think Disney needs. That sort of all-encompassing Disney bookstore.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: So, sorry, Kathy, I didn't mean to step oh, on that's your okay. fire but at least you got I'm it.
1: Done. <laughs>
2: she I'm done. <left>. I'm good. <laughs> All right, our second news story. Disney early morning magic event details leaked. Walt Disney World will be offering a new, quote, Disney early morning magic event at the Magic Kingdom. Rumors of the new package popped up a few days ago after a screenshot of a partial listing on My Disney Experience hit the internet, but nothing else was known. Details are now being leaked. Kenny the Pirate's website says that this will be a paid event and will give guests access to the Magic Kingdom at 7.45 a.m. before the official park opening time on select days. The price will be $69 for adults and $49 for children and will include access to three Fantasyland rides, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Peter Pan's Flight. Guests will also partake in a breakfast at Pinocchio Village House, avail- available from eight thirty to ten a.m. Breakfast will include juice, coffee, teas, fruit and beverages, baked pastries, cheese and cured meats, hey, I- pastries. He's having, he's having a stroke <laughs> in front in of us. apparently. Pastries, <laughs> cheese and cured meats, scrambled eggs and assorted toppings, vegetable frittata, smoked bacon, uh, pork and turkey sausages, potatoes, and Mickey waffles. Wow. Regular tickets to the Magic Kingdom are required in addition to the special event ticket. The park will open to day guests at nine AM, so this is when exclusive access to the three attractions ends. Tickets for this event are not yet on sale and the dates have not been announced.
4: So what an do- hour and fifteen minutes?
2: No. Seven forty five 45 Yeah, yeah. I yeah, basically. Yeah,
4: I can count. Um Basically, yeah. So
2: we probably three rides and the Mickey Waffles, well, let's, I can let's, carry just, let's just call it what it is. You're paying to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, yeah. Let's just yeah. call it what it is. Yeah. Disney should just have a guy out front with a PayPal swiper <laughs> and say, If you want to ride this ride, <laughs> yeah. give me your credit card. Because I mean, that's what, who cares about the other two rides, right? Those well, no,
0: right? Peter Pan's very, yeah. uh, P- very, very popular, Peter Pan has a very
4: slow loading line,
0: very slow. Mm-hmm. There's we, always a long right. line for that.
1: Well, ride. when we did the right. Be Our Guest breakfast. Um, and it got to be about five minutes to nine, the restaurant just totally emptied to get, because the thinking was that got you to Seven Dwarfs' Mind Chain before everybody else. So now Disney, once again, is charging you for that.
0: Yeah. At least on select days. So I don't think the strategy is gone for, you know, every day. I think just on these select days and want to see, did I... Did I hear that dates were released for this?
2: No. I, I know out. that was
0: the evening out. That was the uh, the evening, evening event. But, you know, I know it's going to bring up the discussion. We don't have to go there. You just go back to last week and listen. <laughs> no. um, last week. You know, about the discussion about, about this. And, you know, we're elitist and you're not. And, okay. Um, I, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Just like, yeah, if you want to hear what we have to say about it, go back to last week's show and listen to listen to the news. So the
2: assumption is this is not going to be one regular resort early morning hours, are, right. right? No. You can't right. have both at the same time. No. So, I mean, it does include a breakfast. However, the breakfast does look a little
0: sketchy. Well, you know, it depends. It, it, it's, it's only, you know, what's, what's worth it to one person may not be worth it to another. And... So it's an option. I think it's an 100%. option. I don't think Pretty it's typical. I don't think it's taking away the existing uh, early morning uh, hours that resort guests get. I don't think it's going to be replacing that, at least not yet. At least that's not what we're hearing. But or is it? You're looking at me funny.
6: Well, no, I was just about to say. I think it's good for uh, for families with small kids probably because lots of small kids get up early and so they can get to the park. And their Fantasyland is a smart area of the park to choose to do this I felt like
0: well I have a feeling what you're going to see is they're doing this with Fantasyland now if this works there's going to be a Tomorrowland one mm-hmm. and then there's going to be a Frontierland one
4: the Country Bears Jamboree opens up early
0: and then there's going <laughs> to be you know and and then I think we'll start seeing uh,
2: extra magic hours for $69 or,
0: $69 or extra magic hours for the resorts going away yeah. you,
1: well, you know the thing I have found interesting lately is how many things inadvertently make it up on the Disney website? And then when the Disney community goes I crazy... Said
0: this, I said this weeks ago, that this is not an accident.
1: Okay. I mean, the exactly. word leaked is kind of like...
0: This is not an accident. This is how it's done. You know, when Disney releases a, a survey where they ask... What was that survey that it just...
6: $15 for the resort fee. The
0: resort fee. Um it's They're not actually doing a survey to find out if people like right. the idea or not. They're throwing it out there to, to soften the ground, kind of get the discussion before they actually make the announcement. Nobody wants their announcement, their official announcement, met with a cacophony of screams, unless they're good screams. So when they know it's going to be unpopular, when they know it's going to generate this kind of, of talk on the uh, on social media – on blogs, on discussion boards, uh, this is what they do. And, you know, everybody should have learned the lesson from magic bands. You're go ahead and yell. <laughs> go ahead and yell. They're not gonna they're not gonna stop. The only thing that's gonna stop them from doing this is if they try it and it fails and nobody pays for it. And we all know whether we think it's worth it or not. We all know that's gonna happen, that people are gonna pay it. So really, come on. Suffering is optional, guys. I
4: think most people, my opinion is that most guests, most guests that visit Disney aren't on our boards. No, that's true. They're not even going to notice it.
3: I think for early magic hours or whatever it's being called, um, I I think this one's going to get swept away a little bit more quickly. Uh, Anyone who's ridden Seven Dwarfs Mine Train knows that it's not... Worth it? Maybe for the first time you ride it if you still haven't been there yet and you really want to, you want to get to it. But I,
5: I think it's worth it. I love that ride. Okay, well,
4: enough to pay seventy (laughs) dollars?
5: Well, no, I'm just. Miss Julie's coming over. He's like seven seriously, Craig.
3: I am basing this. Okay, here's (laughs) the thing. I went yesterday at two o'clock. I put on my My Disney Experience app. I found a fast pass for an hour and a half later. So I booked it, went over, rode it, and. I guess everyone on my train must be on the same thought that I was because, you know, yesterday the wait was like 130 minutes. So these people were waiting in long, long lines for it. And they all get off and say, was that really just it? So I and, I okay. mean, that's
0: OK. Here for me, person again, for some yeah. people, it's worth it. Sixty nine dollars to be able to get on. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Peter Pan. And have breakfast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I, that's worth it to me. Absolutely. Yeah.
5: We rarely get to ride Peter Pan. This never. Me. Those this are two rides.
0: I'm sorry. There, those are two rides that I look at and go because um, I'm not doing the six the six month ahead of time fast pass and uh, or the or, or you know dining reservation. Do you know
5: my first time to ride Mine Train was last October and how long had it been
0: open? Yeah, was well, safe so, for me. Same right, you for know, me. it had been ages. I mean, that's all
3: about flexibility, though. I. See Peter Pan fast passes available almost every day. They were even available yesterday, and spring there. break <laughs> crowds are out yeah, of control track. this year. Um, it was absolute utter insanity. But I was still able to pull fast passes for basically see, whatever for me, I it's wanted. It's not just
0: that; it's the experience of doing it when there isn't ten thousand people doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, so having you know having not crazy crowds, being able to access those rides and have breakfast. As a way to start my morning and then go do my touring plan for the rest of the day in the
4: park. yeah, okay. The time seems short to me it is It is yeah, a little it short so I mean, I right, worry, I think 15 what, minutes
2: how, it?
5: how many of these tickets are they going to sell?
2: I, I also That's think that you've got is that it's going to end and then people will go to breakfast, so it'll be extended till 10. Because you'll be in breakfast until ten.
4: Where oh, I did think say that breakfast is served till ten. Yeah, somewhere sense. I
0: said I saw that.
4: Eight thirty well, to ten a.m. Breakfast is served. You know what? That makes that's a difference. That's an hour and fifteen minutes to ride the three rides and then go have
2: breakfast. Kind of breakfast. Yeah. It Makes more sense. This is going to appeal. This is very similar to when they did e-ticket. And what would happen is people are going to get to the resort who don't know anything about pre-planning or anything like that, and say, "I want to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train." And people at Disney are going to go, "Well, you know, we have this special Bing. thing that for sixty-nine dollars you can get on that ride." And have a breakfast included. And that's where it's gonna hit people who don't know in advance to make those advance yeah. reservations. And
4: because yeah, what's breakfast at the Crystal Palace? It's Yeah. It's like I, I don't know if the thirty bucks.
0: To, yeah. I think well more than that actually. I also have um, to say,
5: there are a lot of people out there who do not know about this fast pass system. I, I witnessed agree. it firsthand in the parks this past yeah, week.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely you right. You know,
5: people walking up to the fast pass lady being like, Can I get a fast pass? She's like, Hmm, no. no. <laughs> you know, these are gone months in advance and these people the look on their faces was just like, Really? You know, for somebody like that, they can be like, Oh well this is my way to get my kids, even if they have to pay the sixty nine dollars or whatever. This is available as a Especially a if it's their once in a lifetime vacation. Yeah. I mean, for your kids you would do it.
2: Yeah. If it's you a pamphlet well, at a resort,
0: well, you know, you when you also you, you, you bring up a good point talking about, you know, what you do for your kids. And nobody, you know, when we were sitting here mocking the five hour wait to see Elsa and Anna at uh, Princess Fairytale Hall in the Magic Kingdom, and the amount of emails we got from parents mm-hmm. saying, yeah, for my kids, abso- if that's favorite. what they want, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, this is an option that I right now, this is not taking anything away from anybody else, it's not taking anything away. From anything that's already been going on, early uh, you know the early morning hours that you get as a resort guest, it's not affecting you. So this is just an extra option. Disney will see how it goes. Now, they start taking away extra magic hours from resort guests. Then it's a different story. But if this is just another option and none of that changes, stop your belly aching.
2: I think we're going to see it on both sides. I think you're going to see extra magic hours will now be an additional cost for resort guests. If you want to participate in it,
0: then you'll have to pay an extra. I day. hope not. I, that That's where I would draw the line. Yeah. That's where I'm going to draw the line. I mean, this stuff that they're doing now, I get it. I understand it. Some of it I would pay for. Some of it I wouldn't. But it's not taking anything away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. It's adding something at an extra charge. So we talked about this last week. It's an option. You don't have to do it. You can go, you know, continue with what you've always done. Nothing, none of that's changing. Now they take that away in deference to this different story altogether. Is that a possibility? It's six to five and pick them, folks. It's Disney and they are nickel and diming like crazy. But as of right now, I'm trying to look at this from as fair a perspective as I can and say, yeah, this is just extra stuff for people that choose to pay it, for people where that's worth it. You know, for some people, spending on a Louis Vuitton bag doesn't make any sense at all, but for God. others, it does. Oh God,
4: I know, I know. <laughs> it makes me part of the 1% of the 1%. I know, I get it. God. So. And
5: also, side note, Craig, you need to ride with with Ferris. And then oh, that's got that to be great. that would be great. your favorite
0: ride in the whole world. That's got to be
3: great. I don't disagree with that. I'm saying just give me Ferris for a day, and I'll plan the fast passes. Julie, and don't do it. Please, I'm begging you, don't do it. I've never really babysat before, and it wouldn't be hard. Uh, well,
0: that's the way know. to win me over. The whole, the whole thing is I don't know who's baby, who would be babysitting
2: who. Oh. I don't know who would be babysitting spring? who. No, not yet. That could change. All right, All right. our third and final news story. Um, a little bit sad. If you have young ears listening, you might want to fast-forward the rapid fire. Police investigate death at Contemporary Resort. A March 22nd death at Disney's Contemporary Resort is being investigated by the Orange County Sheriff's Office. According to eyewitness reports, a guest jumped from the central A-frame tower of the resort around 4 p.m. Emergency services responded promptly, promptly and police were also, call- also called. Police investigators say they, quote, believe the person took their own life. The monorails were temporarily shut down due to the crime scene, but a Disney spokesperson has confirmed that they are back up and running now. She said the incident is all being handled by the sheriff's office. Uh, as of right now, there's no other news as to identity or uh, any details about the incident them- itself. Um,
0: yeah, there are some things I want to say about this, um, just because of some of the emails I've received and some of the commentary that's been made, uh, online on our boards on Facebook. And I, I want to start out by saying that I don't think any of the commentary is particularly inappropriate. Um, I think some of it is uninformed. Uh, there is a perspective on something like this, on a story like this, on a situation like this, <laughs> that is very, very difficult for most people to wrap their heads around. Um, it the the our very basic, our most basic human instinct is self-preservation. So the act of someone taking their own life is just not something most people can understand unless you've been there unless you've been one of those people who have attempted that. I am one of those people. Um, in August of 2002, uh, I, had, I attempted to take my own life with an overdose of 90 pills. Um, it was a conscious decision on my part, and I knew what I was doing. So I also know that I was not in my right state of mind. And I know now, having had therapy and treatment and gotten the help that I needed, I can look back and I can see what that process was for me and how that process unfolded for me. And I, I, I know people who have committed suicide. I know people who have attempted suicide. And of course, like I just said, I was one of those people. So when I hear statements online about selfishness, you are trying to apply a logic to a situation where logic does not apply what goes through someone's head in that moment is not something that can be really really explained it is a loss of hope beyond anything any of you who have not been through it have ever experienced this is not a bad day this is not a bad mood this is mental illness There is hope, there is treatment, but there is a shroud of shame that surrounds this topic. For as much as we will talk about in this day and age, this is a topic that remains shrouded in secrecy and shame. Because on the other side of it, you are looked at differently and you are talked to and treated differently. There's almost a disgust that you get from people it is I understand why people would feel it would would be selfish but it isn't it isn't you're not in your right state of mind when you do something like this so I would just ask people to try and understand that this is beyond this isn't This isn't something you can put yourself in someone else's shoes and empathize with where they're at. You have no point of reference if you haven't been there. And that's what I would ask people to reach for. I don't understand. And to not assume that someone's looking for attention, not assume that someone is bad, someone's hurting. And the best thing that anyone can do is, reach, is to reach out for help, to let the person know. If you know someone who's depressed, if you know someone and you feel that person is in danger, let them know you're there. You can't change what they do. You can't change where they are, what they feel, what they think, or how they act. All you can do is be supportive. All you can do is let them know you are there. Offer them resources. At the end of the day, it's an individual choice, not made in the right mind. But I would just ask people to be a little bit more understanding and a little bit more compassionate. We will include a link in the show notes page to the uh, suicide, uh, the suicide hotline. If you or anybody, you know, deals with this, keep that number handy. Um, And remember that if you haven't lived through it, you just don't get it. And that's okay. But understand your limitations and treat people treat people with, with, with love and support and compassion. So that's it.
2: All right. That'll do it for the news.
0: All right. Thanks, John. We are going to move on to rapid fire, and we will start with you.
2: All right. Um, the rainy, stormy season has started in central Florida, and those of us living in St. Cloud have seemed to... Have, <laughs> if there's bad weather in Florida and you want to know where John and
4: I live, look under the bad weather. Look
2: <laughs> at that bright red spot on the weather map. Um, something I swear by, other people use different ones, but this is the News 13 weather app. I think it's pretty invaluable to have any one of those these is the best. I think so. Other people try other ones. What I like about them is not only can you see the weather, you get predictions and things like that. They have a um, a real-time weather map, which shows you the uh, storms coming in, but also they give you real-time alerts. So the other day, boop, 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 our phones went off. and said take shelter immediately. So I don't know yeah, to we p- had a tornado warning. Yeah, oh, tornado yeah, warning. A
4: t- which one's worse, the watch or the warning? The warning. Warning. So John and the two dogs and I
2: and my computer were sitting in the <laughs> bathroom. However, I think I think this is really important for people on vacation because you're going to be in the parks not paying attention to stuff. And the fact that this is now in your hand that it might go off, at least you'll have a warning that, you know, anything from severe lightning – Will give you a warning too, so that's a good thing to know too if you're outside. So
1: if you I, use the um, the Waze app, that's the GPS app. Katie and I happened to get caught in that storm Saturday night. That um, I thought we were going to die. It really it was so it bad. Was bad. Um, you couldn't see like the front end of the car. We thought about pulling over, and we thought, well, if we pull over, then somebody's going to hit yeah, us. You're right. We were out by um, where Teresa lives, and we had thought about maybe yeah. getting off the road and going there, but we couldn't even see where the exit was. But in ways, I was going to Katie so like, there's hail coming. There's this within the GPS app. It was, and finally, Katie just told me to shut up because she didn't want to <laughs> know what Did was you coming.
5: See? Somebody posted a photo. Yeah. It was literally a golf ball yeah. sized yes, hail. It was, it
1: was scary. It was even out, over um, in
5: our area. Out I mean, by it was our everywhere. pool.
4: We have two large tiled ceramic pots, and we have large Norfolk Island pines in them. The pots alone weigh 30 pounds. And John said to me, after the storm was over, something's different in our backyard. Okay, Dorothy, what's up? (laughs) Um, He said, I can't figure out. And we realized the two pots were missing. Oh, wow. The pots and the plants. Had been blown into the pool. This was these wow. were thirty pound pots. Oh, no. One was sitting up exactly like it had gone in. One so it must have slid off the pool deck. Yeah. No, we wow. blew wow. a thirty yeah. pound ceramic pot, and I mean they have a rough bottom, yeah. and the pool deck is rough, so there was friction yeah. there. They so we got we had bursts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to scare people away. Are they from,
5: still in the pool?
2: No, <laughs> we no. Kevin Someone was in. brave enough to go into an unheated pool. Someone. <laughs> So we're not trying to scare you on bad weather, but I think this is important to have some kind of warning. For the most part, it's yeah. lightning. Yeah, and that's, that's dangerous too.
4: Especially here in Florida. Out. Because on our weather, they tell you how many lightning strikes. You get mm-hmm. in the last fifteen minutes, and sometimes it's like three thousand lightning oh, no, strikes. We were. At, Steve
6: wants to I would say using this app would be really smart in the park, and you can, if you see this big storms coming, say, "Hey, a hour long wait for Space Mountain doesn't look too bad anymore because at least it's inside, and you can kind of because
2: you're in a giant metal dome." <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's go in the giant metal ball. <laughs> at least you're <laughs> escaping <laughs> the rain. That's what I was thinking.
4: Might as well run through the park with
2: a golf club over yeah. your head. <laughs> I have we, an idea. It's lightning out. Let's go to Tower of Terror.
1: We were at Disney Springs Thursday night, and you could see the storm coming, and our phones kept But it looked like something from a horror movie. People were running through Disney Springs and up the stairs in the parking garage. And it's like, well, I'm glad to see people took that storm serious, because it, it was bad there, <sighs> too. But The
4: only thing I would have to warn you about is if your phone goes off, Chances are everyone else around you's phone is <laughs> right. going to go. John and I were standing in Publix in the vegetable section of Publix one day, and all of the phones around us started going, mm-hmm. er, er. and everybody just stopped. It was like a Stephen King movie, and we all just stood there like, what do we do?
5: <laughs> it's either so, weather or amber. Those are the only two that pop up yeah, in my phone. Yeah, yeah.
4: This was weather.
2: That's my public service announcement.
4: (laughs) Thank you, John. Kevin. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party dates are announced, but we don't have pricing. The dates are pretty much all of November and all of December. Oh, I'm kidding. The 7th, the 8th, the 10th, the 11th, the 13th, the 15th, the 18th, the 27th, and the 29th of November. And the 1st, 2nd, 4th, 6th, 8th, 9th, 11th, 13th, 15th, 16th, 18th, and 22nd of December. It seems to me... Didn't they used to stop the Christmas parties like like the ni- 18th or nineteenth? Yes. yes they did. Yeah, this one has one on the twenty second. That yeah, seems closer late. than normal. Yeah. That's it. Pricing will be out when it's leaked.
0: All yeah. right. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Kathy. I gave mine already. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> wow. Passive aggressive party of one. <laughs> Well,
0: thank you again, Kathy. Oh, sure, Pete. Julie.
5: <laughs> okay, let's celebrate Mahalo Mama Month. Can you say that six times fast?
0: Is that no. a drink you can get like <laughs> I'm not going to say it one time slow. <laughs> it's at Albani. You stole my joke. Ah,
5: shut up, Greg. <laughs> you weren't supposed to say I stole it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really? No,
5: I couldn't get my email to work yesterday. I don't know what was going on my phone from my desk. So I had to text him my rapid fire. <laughs> So, anyway, it's going to be taking place in Olani in May to say thank you to the moms in your life. There are going to be some offerings, including breakfast in bed.
0: As if taking it to Hawaii wasn't good enough. Really?
5: I'm going to steal something the priest said on Sunday. I don't understand breakfast in bed. I really don't. I don't want crumbs in my bed.
4: And it's so, hard to eat. Right, like yeah. now. Where's my coffee? They <laughs> always show people, first of all, those frou bed jackets with that tray over their lap. And I think to myself, I don't know how I would do that.
5: <laughs> so anyway, so you can have Hawaiian-style French toast stuffed with chocolate and strawberries, topped with warm strawberry compote and whipped cream.
4: It comes with a needle of insulin. You can have
5: a spa <laughs> treatment <laughs> at the Lanua Spa. What can I have at the spa? Say it again. You can have a spa treatment. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was something else with chocolate inside. No,
5: no, no. So they're offering a Mahalo Mama package for $265. You'll get a 25-minute Lomi Lomi massage a cinderella facial
4: Lomi Oh for want of i B I'm not exactly sure on my body where my Lomi Lomi is <laughs> <laughs> and if I want it
2: massaged or not yeah, I, like to buy a- I think the girl's name is Lomi Lomi I think it is one um, girl who does it <laughs> you
5: can get a cinderella facial that will last 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god Please make it stop. It's done with a glass no, slipper.
5: You're not, oh, gosh. And the Yummy Mummy organic pedicure. Oh,
4: the Yummy Mummy? Yummy Mummy.
5: Uh, As in English mommy mummy.
4: Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, And the Paul
4: Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cinderella's doing the loamy lomi. Stop. Your kids can make no Pete say
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Supposed
0: to be that funny? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
5: not, but it is. <laughs> I say okay. skip the breakfast in bed, go for the spa. So uh, your kids can make keepsake gifts yeah. for you in the Paul Hanna room, and then there's an Ohana Hula on Sundays in May. Moms and kids can create a a head lay. <laughs> <laughs> God. Which would be a flower crown for those of who are necklace. And you can learn the Alani hula and you can get a visit from a Disney friend. Purchase a Photopass CD and get a free 8x10 print. She
4: can't do the quotes because and she's a And she
5: can the save 10% on her snorkeling at the discount. I mean <laughs> <at> the rainbow <laughs> reef. <laughs> I just think you should throw it in for free.
2: Exactly. I think the, it
5: sounds like fun. I like the name of the little program they're worth doing. Going to <laughs> First, yeah, but right. If you're going to Alani for Mother's Day, that's your gift. <laughs> but oh it sounds God. like fun. I'm glad oh. they're doing that.
4: The six-year-old boys on this side of the room are done. I was just going <laughs> to say, I'm <laughs> so glad
2: that story's over.
4: <laughs> I didn't think I was going
2: to make it.
0: And I think some people listening probably said, I didn't make it through it. Okay, thank you very much, Julie. Gregory.
3: Okay, so... Top
0: Cinderella facial.
3: uh, I can't. I'll just (laughs) give mine then. Uh, Dates have been announced for the 2017 D23 Expo. It'll be held at the uh, Anaheim Convention Center, as it always has, um, on July 14th through the 16th uh, of 2017. So uh, it is a month earlier than normal this year. They were holding it in August before, but uh, they've actually moved it up to july specifically the week before san diego comic-con is expected to happen because uh right now the rumors are they want to get all the good star wars and marvel information out to the disney fans first instead of at comic-con so uh it's should be an even more exciting year for the d23 expo than it was the past one
0: okay awesome thank you craig steve
6: uh, the Zootopia characters Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps made their first ever appearance at the Magic Kingdom on Saturday in the Move It, Shake It, Dance It, and Play It Street Party, um, and so that's pretty exciting. I know people.
5: Really that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sound excited. Really? Yeah, that's I read
6: this. Exciting.
4: I read this this press release. <laughs> Who are these <laughs> people? Are they on some show that I don't watch? I had no idea what they, they never read. Kevin, re- it's a movie, Zootopia. Zootopia. But that wasn't in the press release. Oh. Oh. Peter Bunny and Su- Susie Hops is all they said, and I thought they never referenced a movie. Judy they-
5: Hopps and Nick Wilde. Okay, it's a fox and a bunny.
4: Is that the ones that were <laughs> I love Corey the drew that on the <sighs> on the table? So put out by this.
5: All the same these people were
6: appearing.
4: Colored? I didn't know who they yeah. were.
1: Okay. He, he did both of them and the sloth. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah,
6: that was it. I'm excited. <laughs> 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 Maybe oh, I yeah, didn't sound it. It's exciting. This is
3: interesting that they chose – I mean, we talked about it a little bit whenever they first announced it, but um, it's kind of weird based on what we talked about last week. But it seemed like a decision like this to add it to that dance party, although it makes it accessible to more people and more people get to enjoy them, um, like, for the most part, they just – they drive on by and Mm -hmm. then they're there and they dance with the giant mass group of kids that want to get out in the street. They get back up and they go back down and you completely lose that whole meet and greet experience from it. So I think this is still a bizarre move. I
6: think I know the answer and it might ruin the magic, but in a lot of places they have multiple characters. So if you go to meet Mickey, like sorry to ruin the magic, but there's actually five Mickey's Uh, and it, it might be because they're so popular and so new that they didn't want five-hour lines to meet them, so they figured, oh, well, if we put them in the parade, at least people get to see them.
2: Only one.
3: Mickey. Well, I mean, that would be the first time they've done that, though, because it happened to Anna and Elsa, uh, Baymax and uh, what's his name? Hero. They were hero. They were hugely <laughs> popular. Joy and sadness are going to be a nightmare. If they're sure. not already a nightmare, I can't remember when they're Part coming out. Nightmare. So it just—it's it, weird that they're doing it for them.
2: But no when way, you go to but. Disney Springs um, by the theaters, there's a billboard for Zootopia, but it's low to the ground. Has the characters on it? There's actually a line of people waiting there, to
1: take their pictures with the billboard.
3: Yeah, wow. I, I saw how that. Popular
1: they are. I, don't know. I got my picture taken there. <laughs> 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 just, just cause. At our, never... at our
5: local movie theater, you can actually sit in a bus seat next to one of the characters, oh, and it's like a big. huge subway scene. Yeah, with all the Zootopia characters, it's really neat. So that just
0: goes, how like show, like that. goes to show how popular <laughs> they are,
2: maybe they should have.
0: Well, worldwide, this movie has made over $600 million at wow. the box, box office. So, wow. yeah, it's a huge hit.
2: It's a great
5: movie.
0: So, and for those of you who want to know, uh, and it's got a, a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's incredible. Um, But if you want to hear our review of Zootopia, let's use this to plug this fantastic video that Rhino did uh, recently with a friend of his, um, where he uh, did this little arts and crafts project, making, you know, painting a character from the movie, showing you how he did it while doing his review. And, and having
5: blueberry lemonade vodka or something like that. Blueberry,
0: yeah. <laughs> he talks about like making this like, craft
5: drink. He's adorable, that's all I can say.
0: <laughs> and doing this craft project and how to do it inexpensively and talks about the movie. And it's like a 20-minute long video. And when I first looked at it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to last about two minutes in this. Watched it all the way through and was like, okay, wow. I didn't even realize that like that was 20 minutes. Uh, very watchable, awesome. Um you can check it out on our YouTube channel. That's on <laughs> WW Info, right? No, Disunplug. Disunplug. Who the hell knows where anything is?
4: Rhino's coming out with his own line of entertaining and cookbooks, and he's going after Martha's Well, he's Emperor. got another
0: one up. Did he?
3: Yeah, he has another one up now that is focused on the Netflix Daredevil show that is part of Marvel. So, you And can- he does
0: the craft project again. Yeah. And yep. it's really cool. And he, he these are all things that are easy to do anybody can do them and they're inexpensive and gives a review of something and i love that creativity this was all rhino's idea and all rhinos ex- he's filming this himself he's putting this together himself and i'm really proud of him so go check it out Go check it out on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Just Unplugged.
4: Rhino also got his first
0: marriage proposal. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm.
5: The only one of us to ever get and a it's marriage true. proposal. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. I'm kind of bitter about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've know. gotten death threats. Yeah, Where's my British prince with the <laughs> marriage proposal? Hm? Rhino gets one.
4: Harry's not available.
0: I know. Damn. So, anyway... Um, we are, you know, we're at the end of the script, but we still have some time. So I'm going to open this up. I don't think I've ever done that before. Open up. What do you want to talk about? I'm looking at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Last week, um, Steve and I, our day in the parks was Hollywood studios. And, you know, there's a lot of the attractions and props going away after April the 2nd. So we decided to make our day. Let's enjoy the things that are going away, just to appreciate what they had done and, you know, to give us a chance to to think about what's coming. So one of the things that Steve and I did um, – well, the first thing he told me about, which I didn't know, was the little – are they brass They're little markers? Like, yeah,
6: like brass strips that are in the ground, uh, and it's markings from the old parade that used to be in Hollywood Studios. And it was just a cool I was – you're finding all these little details of – kind of the old Hollywood studios and like uh, nods to uh, Ro- Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. and like little things like that. The so we,
1: Rocketeer we looked at. Yeah. But the, I think that the the high point, well, besides you got yelled at by a cast member, but. which <laughs> um, Joe?
6: I was trying to take a picture of uh, Pizza Planet to see if they, like over the thing to see if they had any construction updates. And the guy came into the Muppets Theater Uh, pre-show and was like, you know, you should respect that. Like, we don't like people taking pictures. You should respect the
1: construction walls. I
6: was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: Steve was tall enough, he could just, like, Rested yeah, right there. Like, it wasn't like I was trying to reach up and get are, the you wall. Him a boost. <laughs> no, no. I not like standing slid. on benches or yeah. anything.
6: I was just putting my arm over it. Yeah, they should make a little bigger walls then. Yeah.
4: Did yeah. he say respect the construction yes, wall he with did. a straight yeah. face? Yes, he
1: did. But he came in because we were standing <laughs> in the pre show and we we're like, whoa, what's this?
6: Yeah, well, because originally there was a cast member that was like, hey don't do that and like yelled from far away so i just stopped immediately but Mm -hmm. i was not expecting this like coordinator or whoever he was to like come in and follow us in there i was like geez that's
5: a little scary yeah
6: well i said to kathy i said i probably wouldn't have even been interested in the picture because it's not an interesting picture of construction but what made me so interested is that he was so like defensive over it that i was like maybe i should post this because clearly it's something that he like they're like worried about i was like What's the deal? Yeah,
1: it's the first <laughs> time I've ever seen that. Oh, well, if they were that worried,
0: why was the wall low enough that you could just reach over it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, I guess we have and to go back to the. Well, Steve's see. a
4: nice, tall young man. He's not freakishly tall. No. Oh. So. Yeah.
6: And I mean, it's totally different than one time I was in Hollywood Studios doing the same thing, and uh, or not Hollywood Studios, uh, Disney Springs, excuse me, uh, and the construction of the springs. I was doing the same thing with my phone, and I there's a construction guy that came around. He was like, hey, you want a better view? And he actually opened the door to the construction, and I got to take pictures in that way. Well, it's
2: At yeah. Disney Springs, you can see the construction from everywhere. Yeah. yeah I like, mean, you can go in the balloon. You can go up on that.
3: Morimoto, Morimoto literally yeah. overlooks that whole area. There, there's no hiding it there. They're embracing it, it's actually, surprised. from what I've seen.
1: But the, 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 the best thing that we did was Steve had told me that scratched into the cement – was Yankees Yankees rule, right?
6: Yeah, it was like some weird nod to the uh, New York street and it was supposed to make it more authentic that it was actually New York or whatever. And we were, we were like, oh well this would just be a fun picture. But it turned out to be like impossible to find. Yeah. And so we were just we, we were
1: walking around all through that area looking at all the names that th- people had put in the cement for part of the effect, but we stopped at Use Guy's merchandise to ask them if they knew, because where they're like New York, maybe they know, and they're like, no, 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 no. And finally, um, you know, we, we did ask on Facebook, but, no, but by that time we had found it, but you looked at a video, because somebody said they were by mailboxes, so we were looking by every mailbox. And here it's to the left of where Use guys' merchandise is. There's a red and a blue mailbox and scratched in the cement was yankees rule and where they're like now that's pretty cool when you think of all the little details that disney Mm. puts into you know and there was a stack of newspapers um from storybook brook sitting there but it's like you know i'm gonna miss that and we did lights motors action and we were up on top and i had forgotten the view that you get overlooking all of Disney. You could see Epcot in the distance. You could see the balloon. It was just, it was just a nice way to say it. we watched lights, motors action. So now it's like, not that I was really that sad. It was going away, but, and on a hot day, you can pop uh, microwave
4: popcorn up there.
1: Right. And we were trying to get a picture of, um, Walt's airplane because that's right behind. Mm. And I had heard that apparently that is supposed, it's a rumor that that is supposed to go back out to the archives in California. So it's like, you know, for me, seeing the plane, that means something. It's going to be sort of sad that it's leaving yeah. here and going out to Disneyland. So, it, you know.
6: It was definitely a day where I transitioned from being like, good riddance, like, get, you know, I'm just excited for Star Wars, to so being like, I'm still very excited for Star Wars, and I, I'm glad that they're making this transition. But it made me like, okay, it is kind of sad that so we're losing.
2: What's going away? What kind of stuff is going away?
6: Streets of America. It's yeah. gone um, Have you been asleep for two years? I have
2: I have not been to this Well, maybe we have been to the studios For a meal But I haven't well, passed Well, all of New
0: York Street is going away The Backlot Tour is completely gone already Look that, yeah um, The Lights Honey, Motors. I Shrunk the uh, Kids Playground is going yeah. away Lights, Motors, Action is going away uh, Muppets area is changing up uh, That whole area is changing up But uh,
2: You were but talking you about I'm sorry, I was saying you. But you mentioned um, Props and stuff is going away.
1: Well, just the, the props like that were over by backlot. Just you remember, little as things. You do the
0: backlot tour, you'd see like you know different things from like the Rocketeer and Walt's uh, Plane and all that uh, stuff. That's all got to go.
1: And back where it used to be, um, where you got off the backlot tour and you'd go in and it was like a museum, or they'd have different things in there. FI then, yeah, five theaters. Yeah, now I'm it was like, Watto's. Yeah, I like that a lot. Grotto that had Star Wars stuff, but it's like all those buildings. The the, the feeling. Because you really did feel like, you know, you were in New York when you hear the sounds and everything. And it's like, I get progress. But it was like, I think we both enjoyed our time just appreciating the details. Yeah. You were
4: talking about the plane. I've told this story before, but I have a friend. I haven't seen him in many years. We used to work together. And his dad worked at McCoy Field, which is right around the corner from here. It's not Mm -hmm. not far away at all. And that plane, his dad used to work for... Managed the airport, the, okay, the, and he remembers that plane landing in Orlando, and he has a set of the actual Mickey Mouse club ears that the Mouseketeers wore. It's all embroidered, oh, wow. and, yeah. it smelled, and he remembers Walt Disney giving him that, handing him that as wow. he got off the plane. Wow. So his dad would land that plane and usher him to a private car, and Walt Disney would go off doing what he was doing, but he has an actual artifact of that
0: wow oh, that's neat and for those who don't know mccoy field was a military airfield that is now uh, orlando international airport which is why the uh, call letters for that airport are mco that mm-hmm. stands for mccoy
4: we know but mco used to be what is called the little executive airport that's all that was here before orlando international so that was orlando's airport right up here off route 50 yeah and so yeah and that's where walt used to land his plane before that's the international cool. airport yeah. was
6: built, I learned I learned the other day about the uh, airstrip that's on property. Mm-hmm. stallport yeah. yeah, I thought that was so cool. Apparently, it's like still kind of there. It's just like yep, a bunch of is. trucks are parked it on is. Park
4: it. Yep. And it stands for you know what it stands for, right? No. Short takeoff and landing. Ah, oh, cool. They expected when Disney World first opened, I believe they used it that small planes would be able to land there and visit the parks before they flew out. They,
2: they imagine there being sort of a package where you would actually charter a small plane, fly to Walt Disney World, stay at one of those hotels and fly And if out.
4: you're interested in where it is, if you're going down World Drive, just before you take the left into... Like where the kennel is and you're headed towards the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian it's right there along your right hand side they, they do park a lot of buses there now
3: yes and shameless plug but for more information on some of the earlier things of Disney World and what was supposed to happen tune into connecting with Walt <laughs> yeah.
1: we discussed a,
3: a lot of this thing no we Michael did uh, a ton of research um, it's brilliant just to like give you a uh, Side bit of it, there was actually supposed to be another airport uh, just in Kissimmee, even closer than where MCO would have been. And that would have been the airport you fly in that would have been connected with a monorail straight onto Disney property, mm. even eliminating the need for the stall port. And, you know, Michael's obviously brilliant with his research and everything he came up with. So I think that was in the december round of shows or whenever we did it i don't remember when we did it last uh but a lot of a lot of good information on january that there. So, maybe? january there you go that's that's a date um <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: yeah but brilliant information out there so go and listen to those shows if you haven't
4: yet that kind of stuff fascinates me
3: yeah Oh, no, it really is great
0: all right on that note we are going to wrap it up we hope you enjoyed it we'll see you again in two weeks with the next edition of the Diz Unplugged, have a great week, everybody, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Buddha sticky pig wings. Oops.